Hans and Scotty, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Just two days away from another edition of the Holy War. This will be the one time in four years that these two teams played. COVID wrecked last year's game. And then after this one, the rivalry will take uh, two more years off as Utah has a home and home with Florida coming up over the next two years. Joining us now, though, BYU legend, overall good dude, Chris Hoke, kind enough to join us on the Smart Rain guest line. Chris, how are you? Hello, Mr. Hoke. Hey, what's going on, guys? Oh, man, it's so good to hear your voice. How are you doing, buddy? I'm hanging in there, man, just, um, you know, making it through. This This is also the first week of the NFL season, so got my radio stuff and TV stuff out here I'm prepping for, so a lot going on. Oh, we just did our NFL predictions chris and uh we just had a lot of fun with it and each of us all three of us took the pittsburgh steelers to win the super bowl this year <laughs> no, yeah. it, it, <laughs> i'm sure you did, I'm sure you did. Uh, are they 38 year old quarterback and coming <laughs> off a year and yep how uh how do this what, what are the expectations for the steelers this year well listen locally i think they're much higher than they are nationally um, people are seeing this team and seeing the talent they have. There's, there's some question marks, definitely some, some areas where you're concerned about offensive line. We, we got a revamp off of the line starting two rookies on Sunday. You got the defensive backfield where after Joe Hayden, there are a lot of guys that are, you know, cornerback wise, unproven. Um, and so you, you'll have some consternation there about these cornerbacks. But other than that, we got, receiver spot, probably the, maybe the best receiving core in the NFL. If Ben can get the ball down the field, you know, and connect on some of these deep throws, it should be okay offensively. And then Najee Harris, I mean, you, you, you all know who he is and, and what he brings. And then if we get T.J. Watt happy, man, and, and give him his money, mm-hmm. this defense maybe lights out. Hey, why are they even having to hang up with this? I saw Ben Roethlisberger came forward and said, look, I took a pay cut to sign that guy. Get him yeah. paid. What's taking so long? Well, and Cam Hayward came out today, our, you know, just our um, Pro Bowl defensive end, saying, you know, pay him whatever he wants. They, they understand w- what he brings to the table when he's on the field. I mean, 15 sacks last year. He has the most sacks in NFL history after four seasons, 49 and a half sacks, um, more than LT, more than, um, I mean, all, wow. a lot of him. Name him. Right, wow. yeah, name him. Bruce Smith, time sack leader. The guy's lights out. And uh, you know what it comes down to? The Steelers just don't pay guaranteed money beyond the first year. And people don't understand, if, they don't, if they're not around the Steelers organization, listen, I played for the Steelers for 11 years, been covering them now for, oh, man, 10. And, and the reality is, is that they don't pay guaranteed money, but they have the best track record. They're, you're going to see your contract. They play the T.J. Watt, the guy's a no-nonsense guy. He comes and brings his lunch pail to work every single day. Um, he is just a football junkie. Um, he's going to see every dime. It's just scary when now you see all these other players, Miles Garrett and guys of his caliber, that are, that are um, you know, getting paid all this guaranteed money, and you don't. That's your security. Hmm. Well, it is rivalry week. It is Utah-BYU, and I know this game has taken on kind of a different feel since the two teams parted ways about 10 years ago from conference. But even out there in Pittsburgh, even though you're away from the state a little bit, do the juices start flowing a little bit for you when it's this week? Absolutely. It's always an exciting time. I played Utah four times. I was 2-2 two and two against Utah, and um, you know those were always such exciting games to play in. 
Um, they came down. It always seemed like it came down to the, the fourth quarter and the final minutes of the fourth quarter. Um, but th- these are the games that you play football for. These kind of games, these rivalry games, reminds me of when I played the Ravens when I was with the Steelers. I want everybody to know that Chris Hoke's got one son on the roster already. He's got another son, Nate, who is currently on a mission, who's committed to play at BYU. And he's got a third son, Lincoln, who should be committed by the end of this football season. <laughs> <laughs> BYU better be taking care of business on my guy Lincoln because ever since the oh. first day I saw that guy in pads running the football as a hoke and taking four people with him looking like Jerome Bettis, I thought, boy, BYU better be, get on my guy Lincoln real fast. Well, let me tell you something. Lincoln, uh, Lincoln's special. And um, I tell my older boys, Caden and Nate, this all the time that he's got as much as hard as they work and as good as I feel they are at football, he works harder than them and he has the potential to be better than both of them. He just he loves the game and uh, wants to go to the field all the time and he's a he's a defensive tackle, offensive lineman, offensive guard, offensive tackle and uh just loves to learn about the little details, the footwork, the hand placement. He wants to work on the pass rush technique. He's asking me guys about down and distance and you know, hey, if it's this um, personnel in this formation, what do you think they're going to run? I mean, he he wants to get into the weeds in terms of how to play this game at a at a 13 uh year old mind. Um and uh he's just I'm so proud of him. He had a big game yesterday and and uh man, I thought he probably had 13 pancakes, 14 pancakes. The guy was an animal. So but I'm excited to watch him play. So, Scotty, uh, last time Chris and I were together, probably a couple months ago, we're in a Radizio, you know, that all-you-can-eat. Oh, yeah. yeah. And No, Tucano's. Tucano's. Tu- Tucano's, sorry. Tucano's, which is much better than Radizio. <laughs> um, and, awesome. and so we're in Tucano's, and Chris says to Lincoln, throw the pass rush on him. So I put the I, I put the pass set, and Lincoln one step sets and throws a rip slap, and, and makes a pretty big noise about a pass rush into Cano's, and it was like, holy cow, this kid! And what was he? How old is he? He was thirteen at the time, Chris. Thirteen, thirteen right now. Yeah. Wow. Thirteen, and and uh, he's something. But uh, I. I I'm telling you, Nate's going to be a beast. Uh, but Cade's on the team. How's how's he liking it right now, Chris? He loves it. He, I tell you what, it, you know, he got off his mission June 16th, so he had what seven weeks before camp started, and he got into camp. And I thought, for you know, for coming off his mission that that quickly and, and turning around, I thought he did a good job, you know, and um, a, a great start. Um, he's redshirting this year, so it's a good opportunity. I tell you, Hans, you remember? I, I remember being a freshman and redshirting and. and you warm up with the team, and then you spend the whole time with Roger French. I spent the whole time with Roger French in the offensive line, and that's where I really felt like I grew a lot as a player, just going against the starters every single day. And so that's what I tell Cade is, you know, listen, you're, you're redshirting this year, and you have a full season to go against the best BYU has every single day. And if you just focus in on your technique and focus in on improving, it'll be well worth it. Is it hard in those situations to kind of keep your spirit up and say, okay, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I mean, I always think it's interesting when, you know, you, you don't get any of the rewards of running out on the field with the band playing and the big plays. You just get your, you know what, handed to you in practice time and time again. Is that is that tough on a kid to get through that year? It can be if you don't have perspective. You know how it is, man. Everything's about perspective. It's about expanding your view and understanding what the purpose of that year is. And that year is not for you to, 
to sit around and, and mope, right, or to, to, to get discouraged. It's about it's an opportunity for you to get better, and that's what I talk to kid about all the time. Is you know when we talk, I talk to my son every single day, and uh, we talk about a lot of things, not just football, but that's one of the things I tell him is use this use this time to get better, use this time to improve your 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 skills and sharpen your sword, and uh, and, and you'll see the benefit. Listen, when I was with the Steelers, that's how I made my way onto the team. I was on the show team. I didn't play for several years. All I did was run that scout team. Man, but it got me better because I went hard every single day. And those offensive linemen hated me. They hated me because I brought every every single day. That was my I brought my lunch pail to work, and but that's what got me to where I was, to where I can then play for another eight years and contribute to the team um, <laughs> because that's where I sharpened my sword, sword and got good. Uh, Scotty, I wish I could paint the picture of Chris Hoke in in the years that we got to play together <laughs> because his motor never stopped. Like, never. Hulk, you know, like, I would take some time off for for some very needed rest. <laughs> Hulk <laughs> never, ever rest. And that's I know that's how Cade and, and, and Lincoln, I know how those guys play, but, uh, Chris, I know that's that was the grind that you were always on. You know, that was one aspect I wanted to really talk to you in regards to this rivalry game. Chris, this game just takes that next level, doesn't it? It takes that next like it's never over. You got to have total belief, total four quarter quarter commitment. Anything can happen, as we found out in our senior year. And for one reason or the other, Kyle's teams have had that for the last nine consecutive years. What is that? What is that? That next gear that you got to carry that focus for four quarters. Well, that's the thing. You know, it, it, when games like this, you have to be relentless, and you can't back down. I mean, listen, it, 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 you'll take some body blows. You'll deliver some body blows, but the reality is this game is going to come down to the last five minutes of the game, and who makes the least amount of mistakes, right? Who makes the, who makes the mistake at the end of the game is the team that's going to lose, in my opinion. And you talk about, you know, that, that Utah's won nine games in a row, and I, it's, let's be honest, let's call a spade a spade. I mean, they've had the better talent, but I think it's starting to balance out. And I think last season, what I, I think Steelers could, could have taken. I know there's a lot of talk about that. You know, with Zach Wilson and that off, and that offense and the, and the defense, the way they played, they, they, I think there would have been a, a serious chance for, for BYU to win that game. And I think you're going to see, you know, it's too bad that now they don't play this game and they're going to have to wait two more years to play uh, because the talent's starting to balance out now. And with the with the possible announcement of BYU going to the Big 12, I think you'll see that talent can either come in because now that conference, and it's 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 going to be it's not going to be nine more in a row. I'll tell you that. So let's. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on that BYU in a conference now. No Texas, no Oklahoma in the long term, but it is a home. It is conference. There's conference awards. There's a championship to play for, and it is still considered a high level conference. Uh, what are your thoughts on this movie? You fired up about it? I'm excited. You know, you're playing for something now, right? I mean, at BYU, listen, for the last however long we've been an independent team, uh, what happens? You go out there, you're playing for the Shreveport Bowl. You're playing for the toilet. You're playing for a bowl that's, that's in Hawaii. You're not playing for a, a, a New Year's Day Bowl, really, right? You have one loss, mm-hmm. and it's over. So this way, now you're playing for a conference championship playing for a Big 12 Conference Championship. You didn't have that before. A little extra motivation, right? Then there's an opportunity for, you know, you win that, opportunity for you to go on and play in, a, in, a, in, a, in the Bull Championship Series. I mean, there's more opportunity. It's easier to recruit. You're going to get better players. It's, just, it's exciting, I think, for all of the sports at BYU, I would have to believe. So 
uh, Chris, as far as, you know, you watched Zach Wilson last year, and uh, you have so much experience with quarterbacks making a transition from college into the NFL. And I know that you watched Zach really closely last year. How do you feel Zach Wilson is going to translate to the NFL game? Well, listen, I think he's going to do good. I, I think because he, he, um, he has the fire and he has the confidence because this is going to be a grind. For anybody that thinks that, that they can look at what he did in the preseason and that's what it's going to be like in the season, they got, they're mistaken. The NFL, man, they get a bunch of grown men out there playing football. And they're going to game plan for him, and they're going to come after him. They're going to they're going to put together defenses, and they're going to put together disguises that he's that he's never even seen before. They never even dreamt of. And so they're going to come after him, and um, and he's going to take his lumps. But I think that he has the right mindset. He is a, he's a, he's a junkie, right? He loves to be in the in the in the and you read about him wanting to be in the in the facility, in the Jets facility, and, want, and talking with Coach Soleil and talking with the coaches and learning and just want to talk ball. That love for the game, that desire to be great is, is going to help him to overcome the challenges he's going to face. Because let me tell you something, even some of the best quarterbacks of all time, look at Peyton Manning, look at his rookie record. Look at Troy Aikman, look at his rookie record. Mm-hmm. I mean, some of the greatest quarterbacks to played struggled mightily for their years. rookie year. Uh, and so the Jets are still pieces, multiple pieces of way from being consistently good. But if, if Zach can, can be that quarterback that they can rely on, um, they'll be able to fill in the other pieces and, uh, and hopefully turn this thing into a winning program. All right, so when you, uh, when you get to the TV, I, uh, and it's going to be a late night for you there in Pittsburgh watching this game. Uh, it's already a late night here, mountain time, watching this game. But uh, what do you expect to see? What are some of your keys, and how does BYU get a W? Well, listen. I, I'm going to have to tape my my eyes open because that's late. Night. I mean, we're talking 10:30, and I got to be up at I got to be up at 6:30 for church meetings. So it's a it's a late night. It's a tough one for me. But I um, let me tell you, I, I think this is going to be a, a physical battle. Listen, Utah likes to run the football, right? And yep. BYU runs the football very effectively. It remind, again, I, I told you, it reminds me of the game Steelers versus Ravens. We love to run the football, and we love to pound it down people's throats and make them like it. And the Ravens love to do the same. They had the same identity. And this BYU team right now, as they, as they work to get their throw, their, their, a consistent passing game, right? And they were inconsistent last week, but they know they can run the football. They got a big physical offensive line. They got a running back in Tyler Algier and Katoa, who these guys can run the ball and they can tote the rock. And, and they can make people miss and they're explosive. And Utah has the same. And so it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to be a physical game. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a. Um, Really, you better buckle your chin strap and lock your jaw because it's going to be smash mouth. But I really believe that the team that, that gets it, keeps it on for, what is it, 48 minutes in college or 60, mm-hmm. 60 minutes in the NFL, so what is it, 48 minutes in college and, mm-hmm. and, um, and makes the least amount of mistakes in the fourth quarter is going to win. But it's going to be a physical game. So, Hulk, before we let you go, uh, I talked about the three amazing Hulk boys. Uh, I just want to know, has there been any announcement made with anybody else from the Hulk family? The public announcement. Well, I'll tell you what, we're excited. My, you know, Chloe, my daughter, who's, who's just started her junior year, she's a gymnast, and she um, committed to uh, do, do gymnastics at BYU you know, when she graduates from high school. So my daughter, Chloe, will be out there as well in two years. She's the best athlete of all the Hulks. 
There's no question. And, 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 the, cutest. <laughs> and the cutest. And the cutest. And the sweetest, man. That girl. Oh, oh my goodness. Uh, Chris, We're I love your family. I'm proud of all of them. You've got uh, – it's incredible, man. I see where you're funneling them. I see. I definitely see the persuasion. But BYU's lucky to have every one of them. And if anybody's listening out there, you probably better get a letter out to Lincoln because he's a – I'm telling you right now, Lincoln's, Lincoln's going to be – he's legit. Like Lincoln's probably as legit as any of my boys will be. Different, le- different level. So I had a uh, there's there's this family that, uh, that that lives next to my parents, and I go up there all the time, and they're like a second family. Well, they had a boy that served a mission in Pittsburgh, and they were saying, "Yeah, you know, yeah. he's he's gotten to know this Chris Hoke really well." And I'm like, "Oh, t- tell him tell him the story about uh, uh, relay the story about Fresno State and the bibs." And, and so I apologize. I apologize that some missionary went up there and uh, relayed that story to you. I'm sorry about that. No, that's okay, man. Listen, that's one of those. I just have to suck it up, man. Because listen, I had to lose some weight. I, I still had that <laughs> no, mission. You did not. I still, I still had that mission side on me, man. I had to get in better shape, and that's what drove me. Listen, those kind of things, Hans. You know how it is. When you're a professional athlete, man, stuff like that, it drives you, man. That's, and that it drove does. me to, to want to be a little bit better. It I does, it. man. And you did. Well, Chris, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the game on Saturday. Looking forward to catching up with you again here soon. All right, guys. God bless. Have a great day. See you, Chris. Chris Hoke right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network.